Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Genesis 8, the flood subsides. But God remembered Noah and all the beasts and all the cattle that were with him in the ark. And God caused a wind to pass over the earth and the water subsided. Also, the fountains of the deep and the floodgates of the sky were closed. And the rain from the sky was restrained. And the water receded steadily from the earth. And at the end of 150 days, the water decreased. In the seventh month, on the 17th day of the month, the ark rested upon the mountains of Ararat. The water decreased steadily until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, the tops of the mountains became visible. Then it came about at the end of forty days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made, and he sent out a raven, and it flew here and there until the water was dried up from the earth. Then he sent out a dove from him to see if the water was abated from the face of the land. But the dove found no resting place for the sole of her foot. So she returned to him into the ark. For the water was on the surface of all the earth. Then he put out his hand and took her and brought her into the ark to himself. So he waited yet another seven days. And again, he sent out the dove from the ark. The dove came to him toward evening and behold, in her beak was a freshly picked olive leaf. So Noah knew that the water was abated from the earth. Then he waited yet another seven days and sent out the dove, but she did not return to him again. Now it came about in the six hundred and first year in the first month on the first of the month the water was dried up from the earth then noah removed the covering of the ark and looked and behold the surface of the ground was dried up in the second month on the 27th day of the month the earth was dry 
Then God spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing of all flesh that is with you, birds and animals and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, that they may breed abundantly on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah went out and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him. Every beast, every creeping thing and every bird, everything that moves on the earth went out by their families from the ark. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. The Lord smelled the soothing aroma and the Lord said to himself, I will never again curse the ground on account of man for the intent of man's heart is evil from his youth and I will never again destroy every living thing as I have done. While the earth remains seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night, shall not cease. Uh, there's a lot of things in this scripture, the today's scripture, that actually could be missed. Um, yeah, there's other things that are just nice subtleties, just, just put in there for us, I believe, as a, a better understanding. Um, when you just read it at first account, it just seems like a nice little story of the flood and and that's great. We just kind of accept it, dismiss it, move on. But um, knowing and understanding God's high holidays is is a nice key to unlock something here. You've got um, one of those high holidays would be the Feast of Tabernacles or Sukkot. And that's when they remember when they were freed from bondage and that celebration of being joined with their Lord. Uh, but then also as they are living on their, the, that time as they're heading towards the promised land, they're living in temporary housing or sukkahs. So they're celebrating that even though now that they've been joined with God, which is eternal, how, you know, this world, it's really just temporary. It's temporary here, but it's a celebration of that union as well. It's like a... Um, celebration of a union like a wedding ceremony or a wedding reception following a wedding ceremony that's one of the best ways that i could see to des to describe you're remembering that temporary life that you had but now you're moving into this covenant this this new bond and celebrating that well that's the time when jesus was actually born was during the feast of tabernacles so Jesus was born during the time where we're celebrating and remembering the temporary, uh, our temporary lives being merged or uh, come into covenant with God's eternity. And how better to celebrate that than a birthday <laughs> of our Savior. But it's also the time here in the scripture when you see that he starts talking about in the first day, in the first month, and the tenth day, and the tenth, well, when it first, when the ark first settled on the top of the mountain, that was the seventh month and the seventeenth day. Feast of Tabernacles begins on the fifteenth day. So that would be in the, or during the Feast of Tabernacles that God ordained later. And the fact that 
our temporary life and everything that God had that he flooded to get rid of, just remembering, okay, this covenant that we have, this is a life contract. This is eternal. The time that we have here on this earth is temporary and can be wiped away. God created, God can destroy. But we can't do that. Only he can do that. But with him, this is the first time that he said, I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to do that again. And when we first, or when the ark first settled on top of that mountaintop. So think of that, 150 days, you're floating in this ark and it's raining all around you. And you're just kind of, I mean, you're not even really looking outside. You're just wondering what in the world's going on. And then all of a sudden, the ark rests and it's not floating around. It's found solid ground. And then it just so happens to coincide with the same time as the Feast of Tabernacles, which is when Jesus is born, which I also believe will be a celebration after Jesus returns. So <clears throat> he, he's got such great hidden nuggets within his scripture everywhere. But when you can really dig deeper into the scriptures and just pick up those little subtleties, it's, it's a blessing. It's such a blessing. But God promised, again, two things that he promised. And I think one of them we missed because we always talk about the rainbow and how God gave that as a sign, which we're going to read about. But God gave that as a sign and letting us know that he will never flood the earth again. Not that there won't be floods, but he will never flood the earth as a whole again. And that's a great promise. Well, another one in here is that he says he's no longer going to curse the ground on account of man. I will never again curse the ground on account of man. He's saying that, and, and then he follows that up with, because man, his heart, we're deceitful among, I mean, who can understand our heart other than the Lord? Our heart is more deceitful than any other. Our heart without God is bent towards evil in our youth. Without that relationship, without him as our Lord, we are bent towards evil. So he said, I will never again destroy every living thing, which he did. He destroyed everything because of man and because of the fact that his creation had been perverted by those ancient spirits. So he said, I'm never going to do that again. I'm not going to destroy creation on account of man. So that'll be key. And, and just look to that. No, God values creation. But he, he values each and every one of us as well. And he already knows our evil bent. And he loves us anyways. His desire is for us to accept that life contract. Placing Jesus as Lord of our life. And being a follower of Christ. To be grafted in. 
to the tree of Abraham, and therefore having an eternity in heaven. So, Father, thank you that there was no way, and you made a way. But thank you that you've given us little nuggets throughout, little small snippets of what's to come. All the way through Scripture, you're showing evidence historically leading up to the time that you you, you followed up with, with the prophecies and everything. You fulfilled it with Jesus. You fulfilled the prophecies of what is to come. But there are still some of those that are out there, and those promises still remain. And Father, we're so thankful that you're consistent. You are faithful. You will never change. You did it before. You're doing it today, and you're going to do it again. And you're never going to stop doing it. So thank you that you paved the way for us to you. And that we, even as mighty and as powerful and and as awesome as you are, you still allow us to enter into your throne room and to stand before you humbly. Allow us to be servants of your kingdom so others may come to know you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.